This is Bruno from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. Uh, the podcast that you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. Here at the Professional Casual Network, there are three things we love. Gaming, providing quality content, and our beloved patrons. Starting this holiday season, we're excited to be providing our patrons with bonus content, including NPCs and monsters you can include in your very own games. Patrons at the $5 tier and up can look forward to fresh, original NPCs and monsters made by one of our own PCN cast members. This bonus content will be usable with the Pathfinder or WFRP systems. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. One ten. That's yeah. a fun number. Look, all I'm saying is that I feel like Mina has plot armor. And no, that, that not is anymore. Not, what are you doing? PCs do not have plot armor. He's going to kill you just because to prove that you don't. That was a really risky thing to say. <laughs> no, it's not me. It's the captain. Okay, he just really wants you guys dead. All right. Now I will say, uh, you did call me benevolent GM last episode or something similar to it. I don't recall. I'm I'm going to be nice to you guys. I am not playing this character strictly by the book. Because if I did, okay, Pansy, he would have forty six wounds. Stop it! Which is clearly a typo, but forty six. That's what I it says in the PDF. No, I think it's four two six. <laughs> right, the four PDF six. depending on somewhere. how he's feeling. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in that range. Yeah, yeah. Let's Roll see. a d six wow. and see what you get. In the physical <laughs> book, oh, it still says forty six. Whoops. That got through proofreading. Uh, it's supposed to hey, say just, something else. Let's see how much we get. Let's see how far we get him down. Yeah, right. Uh, so I recalculated his wounds for this. He's not going to have 46 wounds. You'd have to be like an enormous creature to have that much. Uh, huh. But I just think that's really funny. I didn't realize that till I read through it a couple times. And I was like, oh, this says he has 46 wounds. That is too many. Too that does many. seem like a pretty excessive amount of wounds. He's got good armor, good toughness. Who needs all those wounds? Like, come on, Jeff Bezos, share the wounds. You know? <laughs> Who? Are you buy Twitter with those wounds? <laughs> <laughs> no, what you could buy with those wounds is a Patreon subscription. Yeah, patreon.com slash professional casual. Get access to the Discord, episodes week early. Patri- NPCs, uh, and, NPCs monsters. and monsters. Yeah. Hang out with me like once a month. Gretel. You and can ignoring. listen to this, the final episode of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you can listen to it and be like, man, that was right before Dan and Danny got divorced. Oh, that's wow. so weird. Uh, well, they I were was already actually... divorced by the time the episode came out. Yeah. <laughs> I was who actually... wants to be, who wants me as the rebound? <laughs> you guys got to vote on it. Dip. Oh, 
text 603-803-3235 to see which oh. which parent gets banned in the divorce. <laughs> so I guested on the Keep the Game Moving uh, podcast with uh, host Ezra today. We were, I th- it'll already be up. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Got to figure out exactly how to get the podcast version of it. Uh, you can watch the video of it on YouTube. And we were talking about, you know, it's about GMing the show. And we were talking a lot about WFRP, of course. And we were talking, he also streams a game regularly. And we were talking about the, how, you know, a character, maybe two characters dying here, you know, is how the game works. Mm -hmm. But as a GM for a show, the idea of a TPK is terrifying. I do not want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't listen be- to the to have to like <laughs> read vamp everything with a whole new party would be such a like. How could I? What would we do if everybody died? Would be a huge pain yeah, to deal with. Let's be honest. Everyone is super committed to Mammoth, and I yep. can't imagine playing a new character at this point, given yeah. all the amount of time that I sunk into his backstory and all of his personal quests. It's like, like kind of unthinkable. You know, and the fact that you went to a professional voice coach to get that accent down, mm. like you've invested in Mammoth. Yeah, so. yeah, that voice coach, he, he he still will not tell me where he grew up because the accent changes every time. <laughs> you got to keep it fluid, you know? Just the idea for a you show to, to have to like start over. Yeah. Like partway through the have to figure out how do we have a new group of people invested in this plot at all to to go back into it does not sound like fun uh but i also said like i'm not gonna fudge the dice either like if that happens we'll we'll have to brainstorm a bit and figure something out we'll all play beggars from wittgenstein yeah <laughs> oh yeah we're all gonna be, be super red. we're all gonna that. be taking four <laughs> levels of instinctive diction let's be honest <laughs> yeah right hate that talent oh it's so good thanks tom <laughs> and everyone on the Discord who yeah. told me I should take that and stop being bad. Right. Yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Whatever. No, it's, it's great for Lucky. So if you can group. just like uh, help Bruno might save out. you all here. Right. right. Uh, just give Bruno some tips. That'd There's be good. No, nobody can help your dice rolls. There's no saving Bruno. All right. Yeah. You had what, a 65% chance to reload your gun and you're like, nah, blah, roll bad. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 60 something percent 60 songs what did you do rather than try to do that uh i just wanted to stand around and and hide yeah you could whip yeah. somebody or get that sword out charge this guy oh yeah i think i might it's working it. well yeah. for that's worth else. all of one advantage as i understand yeah, it definitely charge <laughs> for sure i just want to say like yeah tpk would suck but at this point my literal life has been made because we got messages from a listener Oh, who yeah. cosplayed as Mina. Kitty. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. My new best friend, Kitty, cosplayed as Mina. And I cried. That's too rad. It's so freaking cool. And I literally cried. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, okay. That's my Time life for now. close-up shop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely love it when listeners share that stuff with us. She yep. had emailed us to, to tell us, you know, how much she liked the show and what and how much she liked Mina in particular. And she does... The, the 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 larping oh the historically accurate larp i think it's hema hema yeah, yeah. historically accurate what's the rest of it uh, medieval I mean, association yeah that sounds right uh and she has a hello, a hello kitty, kitty patch. patch and she had a sword and shield and, oh it was so it's cool so cool um you're skipping one of the most important parts of her message by the way not Which skipping, was. forgetting. <laughs> uh, Griggs is definitely a war duck now. Oh, right. yeah. I r- removed those things from my memory. I'm he sure has been through his military training. 
<laughs> and you are being very dismissive of veterans. Just this guy used to actually have a dagger, but because of the war duck thing, Dan felt like he had to, he had to make this guy like a little bit better. So like he cranked it up to a bastard sword. <laughs> Never mind. You know, just to, just to just to level everything yeah. out. Yeah, I'm gonna offset it. Yeah, can you imagine just for balance. Rick's charging in here, being a combatant, getting hit by that bastard sword, just uh, feathers everywhere. Uh, he also has uh, recursive or whatever that reversal. Yeah, that one. Yep. Recursive. <laughs> He's got recursive reversal. Mm-hmm. Uh, for PCs, it's not a very common uh, talent. I think Pit Fighter has it, Protagonist, because that's what I built Nori as. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple, but it's not super common, and it's really good. Yeah. Uh, we love hearing from people that listen to the show. I believe we have a review from a listener. We do have a review from Wildfire142, who writes, excellent show, five stars. A very good and at times hilarious Wolferp podcast capturing the highs and lows of the game and the enemy within campaign. Helps pass by three hours of commute each. My only fear is one day I'll finally ca- I'll fully catch up and be left waiting for each episode to drop. And that's when you start listening to Southlands uh-huh. and the Lost Omens podcast and the Slytherin. Oh, the Slytherin. Once you catch up with Gapapa, there's, you know, still hundreds of hours of stuff. We got a lot. You're welcome. And once you finish all those, check out one episode of Elite Eight Showdown and be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on that show, I was guesting on Ezra said he he's been checking out other stuff that we do besides Gapapa. And he said, but I think I'm scared of Big Chuck. <laughs> That's valid. Yep. I said, luckily, the way that Elite Eight is structured, you can just scroll through the hundred plus episodes there are and pick a topic that sounds interesting to get a feel for the show. Mm hmm. Just listen to the Thanksgiving episode and then no other. So it can continue to absolutely confuse our analytics. <laughs> right? You need more Thanksgiving based episodes, guys. <laughs> it's hey, why didn't you do one last holiday. year? What's that? So why didn't you do a Thanksgiving episode last year? Didn't we? Did you yeah, really did. have a follow up? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, wow. You know how I know you don't listen to the show? For real. You should do like an India-based episode. <laughs> we did. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I should listen to the show. <laughs> I mean, let's not go crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, we love Big Chuck. All right. As much as I don't want to, let's do this thing. Let's do yeah. this thing. So you're in the captain's tower. Mm-hmm. I will. I want everybody to make an average intelligence test. And I will roll for uh, Gretel. You can roll no. for Nori. I've decided to roll another 91. Gee, well, I got out of the way for you. Really like failed. Said average. One success level. Uh, and Nori got four success levels. Okay. Lucky pants. Mm-hmm. Bruno? I got like four or five, yeah. Positive or negative? Positive. Oh, okay. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Bruno wouldn't would be the only one not to roll for Well, this. then. So Nori... And Lucky, even though Tim said last time that he didn't put this together himself, Lucky figures this is probably the captain that the tower is named after with his fancy look. You know, he's got way better armor than the rest. He's got that helm uh, that looks awesome. He is just a bit different looking than the rest that Lucky and Nori both figure. This is the captain. Oh, captain, my captain. And it's Lucky's turn. I'm thinking that maybe Griggs is going to assess the situation and then use leadership to transfer me an advantage. <laughs> uh, Lucky can try to assess the situation. Nah, we're not going to do that. Uh, we got to blast this guy. Um, so anyway, and, blast him. Um, I think 
honestly, we... Mammoth, maybe we lead them out of here and back to the way we came in and our reinforcements will show up by then. You got four seconds to stand aside. I'm going in. Okay. I'm gonna... Meanwhile, Gretel and Nina are both on the ground yep. next to him. And Nori just took a nasty hit. She is not looking great. I'm going to cast my only healing spell. It's called Steel, Steel Life. Life. Yes! Okay. Um, on a skeleton? That'll be cool. <laughs> uh, it works on undead. We figured that out when I cast it at that ghoul. Mm, ghouls not, are not undead. Remember? Oh. Anyway, um, that's six success levels, which turns to then 10 and then 13 with uh, the Snake of Diction and all my uh, advantage. So this works like a magic missile with a damage of plus six and it ignores armor points and he gets a fatigued condition. Further, you remove all fatigued conditions you currently suffer and may heal yourself for up to half the wounds the target suffered, rounding up. That's why I count it as a healing spell. Mm. There you go. Well, let me just double check. You can apply the healing tag to it now. It's it's magic missile for algorithm purposes. Okay, so you don't know this. The characters don't know this, but this the captain is undead. Uh huh. The un- so the the creature trait for undead says the undead are neither living nor dead, meaning they are not reliant on the usual prerequisites for life: air, food, water. This trait most commonly comes into play into use with spells, miracles, or other abilities affect undead only. So if we look at the lore of death. So the purple wind of Shish carries it with it dry, dusty winds and the insistent rustling of sand passing through time's hourglass. Targets affected by spells from the lore of death are drained of life, enervated, and listless. You may, you may assign plus one fatigue condition to any living target affected by a spell from this lore. A target may only ever have a single fatigue condition gained in this manner at any time. Undead are completely immune to the lore of death. This is not a lore of death spell. This is a spell that I got that I cast as a witch. (laughs) And because it counts as a magic missile, it's not doing death damage. It's doing magic missile damage. I also added that last sentence. It doesn't say that. Oh. I was like, he's reading it. I'm reading it here. I have the page open. This is dumb. <laughs> My PDF is different. That's a uh, long way to say no. Uh, no. So I am double checking to make sure this does. I can't. I don't see anything here that says this wouldn't work on undead. Because um, it doesn't like it's called steel life. Mm-hmm. So part of me, I, I don't want it to work on undead. But it, it could be like I just don't feel S T E E L life. Yeah, steel life. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, could I dark whispers? Well, let's get to your turn before you start <laughs> Stop asking it, for no. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to deflect Lucky's steel life into who's uh, who's the prone one on the ground there? Mina. No, the other. Gretel. Oh, Gretel. Gretel. You yeah. want to you want to get rid of a corruption for Lucky Spell to go on Gretel instead of the captain? Yes. <laughs> Just so you know, that's not how that works. I'd be doing nineteen wounds here, ignoring armor. Okay, that could be nineteen. At least that's not Mina. I thought you had like six success levels. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I had and I rolled six that because levels. really, oh, you had I six on it. the dice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so I... It's there, and then it turns to nine with Instinctive Diction, and I have four advantage, so that's 13, and that does plus six damage, so that's 19. Oh, actually, it does 23, because you had my willpower bonus, too. What? Hmm? And it ignores armor. 
I think I mentioned that before, but I have dark vision too. <laughs> How does it ignore armor? It says it does. Magically resistant. Where? Uh, oh, ignores armor points. <laughs> I found it. All right. Um. Wow. Okay. Love. Cool. <laughs> right. Uh. Twenty-two. Let, let me redo it because I think he has forty-six wounds. <laughs> 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 so I rolled oh. a five on the die, so that's oh. six success levels. Okay. Uh, I have four advantage. Right. So that's ten. I have heard people argue that instinctive damage would be three more for thirteen. That plus six damage. Speak language magic is not a combat roll, but we've always played it that way. I'm yeah. not going to change it now just to be a jerk. Um, listen, I, I just learned how to read, so if they read that a long time <laughs> ago, honestly, this is news to me. Um, 19 right now. So 19 plus my willpower bonus, 4 for 23. Wow. I don't like that at all. Oh, and he's fatigued now. Uh, I don't think it matters. Oh, thank God. He do- He didn't have 46 wounds. It was a typo of 16. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. He is super disgusting when you attack him. Mm-hmm. He's okay at attacking back, as we've seen. But other than that, like, he's got four armor, four toughness. Wow. Like, he's not, he's no slouch by any means. If it makes you feel any better, I definitely used one of the human fingers I had to cast this spell. Okay. But uh, you did a little bit so of that. He was down to 12 from, a hit he took somewhere. Oh, I hit him with a magic missile. With dark. Oh, the first, that Yeah, dark. literally, Lucky's the only one who's done damage to him. Yeah, so I, I'm not a huge fan of steel life working on an undead. I'd be fine if you said it didn't heal me. But that I, I can live with that also. But yeah, 23? 23. 23. He ignores armor, so he only takes 19. So he goes to negative 7. <laughs> what did you roll? And he 7? all of his advantage. I rolled a 5. He will lose all of his advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I care! We're it not- was my advantage, JB! <laughs> He took it from me. Uh, now nobody gets it. So that'll be in the body. Uh-huh. Essentially, uh, effectively. So yeah. I'm going to roll a crit here. He's not destroyed. Okay. Because he's a pretty important NPC. Uh, like he we was did a pretty important NPC. He still is currently. <laughs> uh, but you went to, let's see, he was at 12. And I said he took 19. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's at negative 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only rolled a 16 for the crit, though, so that'll go to uh, 76. Mm-hmm. Can we just figure it out? No, wait. What did I just say? He goes to negative what? Negative 7. 86. So 86. 86 is life. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Hey. They're out of it. That'll be a gut wound. He contracts a festering wound and gains two bleeding conditions. Oh, Good happens. thing he is painless and doesn't care about any of that stuff. But he is at zero wounds, no advantage, and on the ground prone. Oh, thank God. Wow. Whew, and you didn't even use resilience for that. I didn't even use resilience. I was probably going to have to, but then I rolled a five. Wow. That's why I rolled the dice first. Mammoth. I jump in and chop him up. Sorry. Does Lucky want to move? Yes. I would like to move inside the room to make my way towards Mina and Gretel to save their lives, because that is something that I'm capable of doing. If I can open this door. <laughs> oh my but god. I'm, but I'm double clicking it or Bruno's closing it. I just <laughs> clicked it open <laughs> <Okay>. for you. <laughs> he actually wasn't doing it. Oh. 
That's definitely. You can literally see where his. I think is. that Bruno is if, an agent of chaos. If I knew how to do it, I would. <laughs> Wait, can he get a dark whispers for constantly closing the door on? <laughs> All right, sorry. It is now Mamus' turn after Lucky took his move. Are you skipping? I'll be honest. I wanted to fight him while he was still up, but. Uh, yeah, uh, apologies again, Ben. Sorry. It is Mina's turn. I'm just gonna lay here. You don't want to use resolve to get up and whatnot? No. Okay. That hurts. She hurts so bad. All right. Anything else? Can we give it be Ben's turn? <laughs> well, it's not my fault that you're skipping my turn. You, yes, that's true. Sir. You have to give her All the right. first right of refusal. All right. I'm going to charge in and chop up the corpse such as it is. Get him. All right. We've got the movement for that. You kind of hop over uh, uh, Gretel's body not uh she's not dead but her form the prone form so let me double check prone he's not unconscious but he is prone. oh he isn't no he's a beefy boy conditions he's got 46 wounds uh-huh. <laughs> talking about beefcake i think i can still defend in things uh prone you're falling to the ground possibly because you have run out of wounds you triple on your turn don't care about that you suffer a negative 20 penalty to all tests involving movement of any kind, and any opponent trying to strike you in melee combat gains plus 20 to hit you. He's also fatigued. He is fatigued twice. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, oh, no, but it's not lore death. It was right. lore, it, was, it counts Correct. as witchcraft, right? Because normally what would happen here is I would take some corruption, suffer a minor miscast, and uh, he'd be bleeding. If you didn't use an ingredient? Mm-hmm. All right, so he would be bleeding. That's something else Tom has been reminding us in the Discord a lot. I cast steal life like twice. Right. It's anything that's arcane or lore spell, mm-hmm. not dart. But uh, so he he doesn't bleed. Oh, even arcane spells. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what offensive arcane spells you have. Offensive? None. <laughs> like you have like flight and stuff in your grimoires, but I have teleport too. Oh yeah. Isn't that dart spell an offensive spell? It's a petty spell though. It doesn't gain uh spell. Uh, it's, it's not a spell bonus. worth mentioning. It doesn't really do anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Barb's the best spell in the game. So you can attack him. I can oppose, but you get plus 20. So does he? is he able to use his defensive talents? Yes. In that case, instead of attacking him, I'm going to do something I haven't done before. And I'm going to use infighting as my action, Ooh. which is to try to get in close to his range uh, inside of his the range of his uh, abilities and we do an opposed melee test in order for me to get in there um, and if I do so his weapons count as improvised weapons unless they're short range Ooh. Okay. And is that short a range. talent you have? it is so it uses if you, if you want me to if you want to never use the infighting rules uh, I will just have to reallocate some talents <laughs> Is, awesome. the, is the talent just called infighting? It is. All right. Yeah, we haven't been using those rules yet, but if you got a talent for it, yeah, we can have it apply it at least for that. Have two levels of it, so it's just an opposed melee, which means I get to add the plus twenty for him lying down. I have two advantage because I charged in and I already had one, and then I have two more because I have two levels of infighting. Wow. Okay. So this would be, oh, and we're outnumbering him, right? Uh, no. Really? You need a lot of people to outnumber him. 
Oh, okay. Combat Master 2, so he counts as three people when oh, wow. trying to outnumber him. Yeah, I'll say. That seems, that seems real. <laughs> well, I'm going to... I'm going to try to get inside his range, first okay. of all. The not very good roll. But I have a lot of bonuses, so it's... four success levels. All right, I have seven. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, I rolled well this time, plus his bonuses. You know what? No, I will. This can, I will. This, so when your pronus is minus twenty for anything that involving movement, I feel like that they usually mean like you know like moving around. But I feel like him trying to deflect your attack from the ground with a two-handed. Well, weapon. I'm not even attacking. I'm just trying to move maneuver inside of his range. Oh, you're not, this is an attack. Okay. No, it's an opposed melee test that isn't me attacking him. So I'll say this won't hit you back then, if it's not an attack. Okay. And you included the fatigued and the additional knockdown unconscious stuff? Uh, I forgot the fatigued there, so it would be five success levels. Okay. Fatigue plus the minus 20 for the moving? No, the minus 20 for moving would be three. Okay. Well, that would make me the technical winner. Because I know, like, in Settling the Southlands with my major torn muscle on Gertie, that I take that negative 20 on all of my attack rolls and stuff because so. Use the legs for leverage or whatever. Okay, minus 20, so he's effectively... So that'd be three. What was the other one that was a penalty? Fatigue? Oh, fatigued. Two fatigued. That gets cancelled out by his bonuses. Uh, yeah, so he only has three success levels, so it sounds like you do so succeed? I do succeed. So now I'm in fighting with him, which means that if he wants to fight with me, um, he takes... Uh, all of his weapons are improvised weapons. Interesting. Okay, cool. Which That's are significantly less for. are significantly less dangerous. Yes. Whew. Undamaging and only bonus of one damage. All right. That wow. was a heck okay. of a turn by Mammoth. Uh, let's see how Bruno can follow that up. I reload. <laughs> Do you? Wait, yeah. Good question. I reload. <laughs> no look die roll. He brought a little die tray. Gosh. Uh, from tray. Team Drew's Basement. Oh. Yeah, you did. Met them at uh, the Long Island Tabletop Expo. Tabletop. Oh, did I mention there were planes there? (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. It was awesome. That was so awesome. Anyways, uh, I move in to the room, trying to uh, fumble some black powder into the barrel. This this fluted barrel. Mm-hmm. Of a large gun, and uh, black powder all over the place. Black powder is everywhere <laughs> except for in the barrel. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I that- hate my life. <laughs> all right, well you could go ahead and move Bruno. At least. Fantastic. All you right, still take a move. <laughs> um, and uh, is it uh, a thing where you 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 can take a weapon out while moving, or is that? Uh, you just were saying you were reloading while moving. All right. So, so all right. That's 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 okay. We're just gonna move in. All right. Just trundle in here. Boop. All right. So that is the JB or Bruno's the end of the round. Bring us back to the top, and it'll be the captain's turn. Oh God. So he will use his move to stand. Uh, luckily, there's uh, attack of opportunity thing like that doesn't trigger there. He is surrounded by four people currently. Not a fan. Mammoth is in his grill. 
I'm not certain on this. I don't know how you want to rule, but if you wanted to get out of infighting range, I think you'd have to beat me at an opposed melee test. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. He, he's smart. Doesn't have any advantage currently. So what? Oh, we forgot this between shows. I said if you guys remind me, didn't. Uh, Big Nori and Gretel both need to make an easy endurance test from getting hit by him. Gretel fails. Oh, Nori passes. Okay, so we have to remember that Gretel failed that test. Alright, so he's gonna get up. Does he go after Mammoth is a threat here, clearly. He seems to know what he's doing. He said his weapon counts as It's an improvised weapon. Alright, so he is basically gonna try to like punch at you with the hilt of it to represent it being uh, improvised and so close, so he's just gonna attack you. Alright, and I'm going to oppose with melee basic, and I get three for advantage that I have, plus two because we're in fighting and I have two ranks in that, and then whatever my roll is. Which is a 33. So I think that Hell might be a crit. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Alright, we'll do that first. Reroll to see where it hits. I got an 83. So that'll be the left leg. This isn't going below zero at the moment. So leg critical. Still pretty good. We got torn thigh. So you take three more damage. Uh, So you're going to knock him prone again. Yeah. He would gain three bleeding conditions, but he doesn't care about that because he's painless. Uh, But you do knock him prone. And this was on his attack. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. That's right. I have zero positive success levels. I have seven positive success levels. All right. So you just knock him back down as he tries to hit you. Uh, Yeah. And I don't get an extra attack because I don't have any success levels to use. And I use my move. I don't have any advantage to to do that. And I'd use my move to get up. So it'll be uh, Gretel's turn. No, Big Nori. Is first. We keep. I keep doing that wrong. All right. I think is the fun thing. We're still in fighting. Yeah, Ooh. didn't work. Uh, so I don't. This have just the... happens until he figures a way out of it. Now, does that affect if he? So I'm gonna. I'm assuming Nori's gonna try to punch him. The infighting thing doesn't affect any other characters. Just Mammoth, right? I think that you gotta judge that one on your own. That, that makes sense to me. That yeah. because he's combat master, I think that he's able to infight with me while not infighting with others. All right. I don't so know if, he, if, if that was the clincher. He's still fatigued too, so he'd still be at negative 20 for just, this. Just one. Fatigued one. I only had one level of fatigue with Steel Life. I keep forgetting it's not death. Yep. Uh, okay, so he's at minus 10 for this with one level of fatigue. And he's going to there try to go. defend here. Punch him in the face. And she got four success levels. Okay, with that minus 10 from fatigued, I have two success levels. And he's prone again, right? So that's a negative 20. With being prone goes back to neg- to two success levels. Okay. Good catch. Thank you. Yep. How many did you have? Four. Four. Okay. So that'll be uh, 11 damage total. I figure 11. Four plus, isn't Knuckle Dusters plus seven? Yes. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yep. I was in, yeah, okay. Aha. Yep. Where'd she hit? In the left leg. Okay, that's a good place to hit. Uh, so that will be 
a little bit below zero for a critical here. Okay, so we're gonna add a bunch to that. So that'll become a 94 in the leg. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Um, this is the second critical he's taken, right? Or third? Second. I just hit it. him back, but I don't yeah. know if that counts. Oh. No, it it was a critical when I right. hit him. So yeah. he's this will be his third critical. Broken knee. <laughs> we would gain a bleeding prone stun condition and broken bone major. But he's at three critical wounds. Essentially. Is what's important here. How many critical wounds till he's actually dead? Uh, if you take critical wounds equal to your toughness bonus. Okay. Is what his I'm toughness going for bonus here. is probably like twelve. So Nori gains an advantage from that. Yeah. Did some damage to him. And it is Gretel's turn. She is not unconscious yet. Um, she is going to try to crawl away a little bit uh, behind Lucky. And then she passes out. Because her toughness bonus is only two. Mm-mm. Makes sense. Uh, and because he's prone and... I'm not going to have him make a, a t- attack on her for getting away, for moving away from him. I feel like she was already kind of disengaged by being, by lying there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also on the ground. So, There's only so much of a combat master you can be. Right. He's not yeah. that good. Uh, and that'll bring us to Lucky. Lucky. All right. So I see Mina over there and she takes a priority, but I definitely made up taking a code of ethics uh, when I became a doctor and someone has come to my doorstep and I, I feel like I need to try to heal them okay are you gonna count this one as in combat we were in combat yeah there's somebody trying to kill your party is there <laughs> you see I mean, I'm no horse lawyer but it seems like they're mm. just kind of beating a dead horse right, over my, there. <laughs> my gun isn't loaded yet all right, so we did succeed, so it'll heal her for four. Okay. So she's at four. And then I will start making my way downtown, um, walking fast. Oh, hey, Bruno. Oh, hey. When'd you get here? I whipped myself into the door. And I will get myself <laughs> into that corner next to Mina. No, this is my corner. All okay. right. And Gretel, Are you doing uh, okay? she wakes up and she <laughs> just says, oh, thank you, Lucky. Hey, yeah, no problem. <sighs> And Mina, before I skip you. Lucky, I've never seen such a such a fancy skeleton. Oh yeah, <laughs> I listen. I tasted his essence, and it was unfulfilling. He is very scary. What is Mina's toughness bonus? Is it three still? Four. Okay. Yeah. So I think this. So you went down the same turn, the same round that Gretel did, right? Or no, you went right down a round earlier when. Yes. So this is round three for you before you pass out. Okay. I really don't want to get up. <laughs> he's on the ground next to you as, you know, he's like face to face. I know, he's right there. Can I hit him without getting up? Just like heel stomp him while laying down? Yeah. Like you're trying to squash a bug that you're scared going to crawl out, on you? Can I get out my pistol and shoot him? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could. Uh, so because you're pr- attacking somebody that's prone is you get plus 20 mm-hmm. uh but i would say it'd be a wash because you get minus 20 yeah for doing something no. that involves moving don't do it no if i'm getting an image move. in my head where she uses the pistol to try to shoot him but because she's on their back she spins around Whee! like <laughs> just he has he has four like a dog across a walks a waxed floor <laughs> 
Uh, so I, if you want to use your move to draw a pistol, you can. I believe pistol. I'm just gonna double check the pistol. What's it called? The pistol quality. I think that makes it better at. Oh, like what it blank. was. Even though you said no, he's still looking up the rules. He wants you to attack that skeleton right. so bad. Don't do it. I he's know. got 4,000 talents. And one of them, so. when he's on the ground and prone and he has three criticals and you fire a gun at him, he explodes and kills everyone. <laughs> yeah. So Pistol says you can use this weapon to attack in close combat. So I would say this won't, you could pull it and shoot it. Yeah. But we determined at point blank I can still oppose or is that just yeah. the blunderbuss? I could try to dodge by being minus 20. I think is what it was. I'm not going to be able to parry a pistol shot. He oh. says that. I know. <laughs> He's not going to parry it. He's going to reverse suplex it. Right. <laughs> the bullet into Mina. Oh it's going to bounce off of his armor and into Mina's eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Oh, to be fair, then you'd actually be like a real witch hunter with an eye yeah, patch with and everything. Yeah, a weird scar and everything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just going to lay. <laughs> <laughs> just going to lay there, bleed, rot, stink. Yeah. Okay. Another long day. It's been a really long day. So you could, do you want to use your action to like assess the situation? Get an advantage while you're on the ground? Yeah. All right. Let's do some assessing. How, so how would Mina assess this? What skill would you use? Let's take a look here, shall we? Could I use... Are you just going to say to no to everything? No, I wouldn't suggest it and then not let you do anything. Yeah. Can I just use melee basic to assess Mammoth's fighting style of how he's getting all up in the skeleton's business? Oh, they definitely look like they're infighting. Sure. Thanks. I got four success levels. Okay. So you gain an advantage by figuring out what might work on your next turn. And it is a said person's turn, Mammoth. Now that's super important. We've made a precedent now where we can use melee basic <laughs> to assess the situation. <laughs> this was a huge win. <laughs> How are you not a lawyer? <laughs> it wasn't a combat win. It was a political win. Now I just got to somehow transfer this over to Austin. I'd bring the performance. <laughs> I'd bring the axes down. All right. So that's for All advantage right. to in fighting. And then he takes a minus 20, or I get a plus 20 for attacking someone prone. You I don't know plus how it works. You gain 20, and I'm at minus 20 for doing something with the oh, movement. So net four? Yeah. So I'm effectively at minus 30 right now. And I'm effectively at plus 80. And then I add two if Seems I cool. Okay, so if I roll... So my melee basic is 62. If I roll an 88, does that mean I just automatically fail or does do the modifiers get? No, count all those modifiers. Mm-hmm. Oh, an okay. If it's a success, it's a crit, it's, right? Uh, so it's a little important. Is it pl- like attacking somebody prone is just plus 20. So you count your weapon, your melee basic as 82. The other other things are they do they add success levels or do they make the test easier or do they add straight up percentage so four of them are advantage oh and you have an advantage okay so you're testing on like 120 so that would be a critical if you use the optional rules for infighting gain a bonus of plus 10 to hit your opponent i i don't know what that means so 130 (laughs) yeah okay so let's figure out damage so you do a critical on him before anything else where did you so reroll to see where it hits? 
eight. Good shot. An eight. Oh, in the head. I like that. So this description would be a broken jaw. So you bring your axe down and it cleaves through his jaw into the ground and you bring your axe back up to ready to swing down the other one. But as you do that, you bring it up through his skull and it just shatters into pieces and his body stops moving. Wonderful. I still bring the other one down. Naturally. Hell yeah, brother. Crash it into wherever you want and break that apart. Now we're out of combat, Lucky. Oh, sweet. Just in time. Whew. You survived the captain. Oh, goodness gracious. Because I... Bruno, you did it. <laughs> I reload my gun. <laughs> you still got to make the test. I mean, now it's average because you're not in combat. <laughs> um, I would like to put my fingers inside Mina, but in a way that's beneficial. <laughs> in a way that's beneficial. All right, I will allow this to be average because we're out of combat. Sup? Wow. Hi. Did you fail? I did. Okay. Even with plus 20? I can't crit fail these, right? I rolled an 88. Uh, I believe there might be something for crit failing a heal. Actually. That sounds made up. I have a talent. I, I borrowed it when I stole life from the champion. <laughs> uh, so that would only heal you two. But you're positive. You know, you're up and now potions work. Well, I thought you oh. said it was a crit fail. Right, but you can't crit fail skills. A failed heal test can potentially cause wounds if your intelligence bonus plus success levels totals less than zero. On an astounding failure, your patient will also contract a minor infection. Oh. Wow. So that's why I always spell my fingers. Shouldn't have licked your fingers before you put it in there. But it's yeah, not because an criticals failure. don't affect, there aren't critical successes or yeah. fails on spell oh, okay. tests. It's not listed here. So I rolled an 88. I was testing on a 60 something. So it's a negative two, but for intelligence, so you just heal two. Cool. Something. Something. So now I can drink my heal. Oh, I'm thing. sorry. Um, um, you heal uh three. I have a a fifty in heal now. Sweet. Whoa. Yeah. How much does a healing thing you do? Big living. Your toughness bonus. Oh, you're drinking a healing draft. Yeah. I am. Is it a regular one or is it one of the special ones that you've picked up? The regular one. Okay. I didn't denote that it was any different from any of the other. I forget ones. who had. There were you have found a couple special drafts that I said are like healing drafts, but to mark it separately and let me know when you use it because some of them work a little bit differently that you've picked up. Nope. I'm going to turn to Mammoth and just kind of, can I assess the situation and see if he's, last time I saw him get out of a fight, especially a dangerous one, he immediately went to try to fight Mina. Oh yeah. And I want to go, he's not looking good and I want to go over there and help him, okay. but I also don't want to get hit and I really right don't want to get my jaw cleaved off either. <laughs> right now I'm, I'm, I've still got my, my axe is in hand, but my my shoulders are a bit more relaxed. But I, I am hunching uh, at the foot of this uh, of the skeleton captain's corpse. It's it's like I'm kind of guarding my uh, my kill. Uh, ma ma Mammoth, are you, are you doing okay? Do you need some doctoring? Uh, do you want me to come come over there and, and doctor you? <laughs> doctor you? I'll just I'll just give him a slow nod. I'm going to walk over like I'm approaching an animal that I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> and that's probably for the best. And just try to averagely heal him. Okay. Slowly, but surely. Okay. Uh, so because of the average, I rolled a 52. So that would be one success level. So you'd heal five wounds with average. Thank you, doctor. Mm -hmm. 
So it's also, I don't know what you did that put him that put him on his ass at the beginning, but it was very impressive. Oh, wait. So if it was negative zero success levels, but it's average, that would just be two positive success levels, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so it'd be six. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes when I kind of get up and going, you know how like you kind of get in a fever pitch sometimes I can do the same thing with magic. And then, it, uh, you know, uh, usually I actually has never worked out like this before in, in a positive light. Normally awful, awful things happen. Ah, man, imagine if you had missed like that time you unlocked your face. Uh, listen, so yeah, one time one I did fail a, a lock and it unlocked someone's face eventually. Metaphorically. Well, we do need to honor this warrior. What's uh, what 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 is on him? Could I just switch out my chain shirt, my male shirt? For you can try to strip it off one of the other people here. Yeah, the big bad guy wants his fancy shirt because I deflected with mine. Oh, he, he also deflected with his, too. Oh, that's stupid. Then, yeah, one of the other ones. I just want two points on my body again. <laughs> okay, you can do that fairly quickly. Thanks. Oh, it smells oh, so bad. Can I get... Oh, God. So he is... Is there any problem with uh, wearing armor for me? No. And you can actually wear can mail I grab one of those? leather, too, by the way. Yeah, mail can go over leather just fine. He's wearing so a I full can helm, both? male coif, male chosses, male coat. The male coat is down to armor one. Uh, he has a crossbow uh, on his back and a shield and the bastard sword. The chosses, those are for the legs? Yes, they're like male pants. I want the male pants. Okay. Ooh. So as you start to take things off of this guy, you realize he he was a skeleton. Like full on skeleton? Yeah. Oh. But you couldn't see that before with the, his uh, helm down. Ooh! The image, those watching the video, we we could see that in on the map because the the token forum shows the skeleton face. That's that's creepy. Um, I didn't realize that skeletons could talk. He was a uh, a mouthy one, actually, or yeah, something with no mouth. They're they're not supposed to, at least from my understanding. There's no vocal cords. Yeah, there's no little flashy bits. Your magic like sucked mm-hmm. all the flesh from him. Oh, that's probably what it was. I used steel life. Oh, he was probably just a regular guy before. Uh, you could do that. He tussled with the doctor. Mm. The doctor. Oh, speaking <laughs> of Nori, come here. So what what armor can I strip off of him that no one else is going to use? Because I'm pretty much going to use pretty much all of it. Uh, He's got him. Uh, so I think. Mina said she was going to take the chosses. Yes. I didn't find out how to the actually pants. pronounce that word. I think that's how you say it. I want the pants. Yeah, the, the, the male coat is down to armor one because he deflected with it, but he does. But have, I can wear that over my leather. Mm-hmm. And it does have a, a metal helm, a plate helm and a male coif. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Take those two. He had a lot on his head. Do um any of the other gentlemen that were like outside, did yeah. any of them have ma- uh, metal pants that he could wear? Uh, same as the other guards that you have found, they were wearing uh, a helmet, a sleeved male shirt, and male chosses. But oh, they for- smell real bad. They're gross. They also have. Oh, I forgot that through that whole fight. I already smell 10. bad. So he could, in fact, have the male chosses. Yeah. And you, the shirt. Both of you could take male chosses, uh, a male shirt, uh, but there's one coif and one. And they, everybody has helmets, too. I do not want that helmet. I have my crown. I want the helmet. Oh, yeah, Take that's it. true. Take the quiff. I do not plan to be in combat, so... <laughs> I will be in all of the combat, so I will take it. I'm I'm going to stay nimble and uh, light on my feet. 
Um, so I did roll a hundred on that heel check for Big Nori. Oh. Oh, that is going to be an astounding failure. Is no, it? it's not. Astounding uh, failure is six negative six or seven. This would be oh, negative or... three success levels. Uh, but yeah, it is an automatic failure, right? So yeah. I don't know how that plays into here. Would she still heal the one from my intelligence minus the three? No, it says. Well, it's just three negative? Yeah. Because so, it's 50 and I'm testing on average, so that's 70. I rolled 100, so it'd be negative three. Yeah, so it'd be one. Okay. If your success levels are enough to go below your... Like, then if you had four... It. If you had five negative success levels, which I don't think you can... Unless it was a different difficulty for the test, yeah. then you would deal damage. Okay. A helm gives two... It, it'll be plate... Our first little bit of plate armor here. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very good. Next time you get shot in the head, spend that bad boy. It does give you negative 10, negative 22 perception tests while you're wearing it. I already have tunnel vision. This is just making it uh, rules accurate. Uh, let's see. The, oh, the only other penalty is a male coif gives you negative 10 to perception. But if you're wearing a helm, that just replaces it. If you have plate leggings, it gives you negative 10 to stealth, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You I don't plan on fighting quietly, so yeah, super true. Mm, fair. I'll have to look up what the armor does exactly later, but I think I'm pretty fine with accepting any amount of uh, perception negatives since I don't plan on passing those checks anyway. <laughs> we don't anticipate there being like more of that, right? Like that, that has to be like a, like a special thing, right? Like what? Like, like he he was definitely like a guard captain or something. But like, yeah, did you see every, his helmet? They only have like one guard captain at these places, right? That's not like a yeah. Uh, it's like their Mina, and any group only has one Mina. There might be some lieutenants though, if we're lu- if we're lucky. Oh, I am lucky, but he was like guarding the lady. He said, "Oh, she guarding not, her castle." She did not want to be disturbed. She is here. Well, she's most well, definitely here. It's a fight over territory, so she's our lady now. Let's see what we should do with her. Guys, it is weird. These beggars and stuff are just around, hanging out with these undead all the time. Yeah. That's real messed up. Yeah. You've got to keep your food close. And your undead enemies don't eat closer. people, man, I don't think. What do they eat? Nothing. They, they're all bones and bones. Bones and bones. They gotta eat something. Why? They're magic. They have to put something in their bones. Oh. Oh, like calcium. Right. Okay. Eggshells probably would be a good source of that. We don't have time to debate this. We're still waiting on them to come back from the rounds. Yeah, if we're going say- to continue, we'd better go. For lucky to do these heel tests and to switch out this armor, it's been at least 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's definitely enough time for me to reload this gun. Is it? Take a hundred. Make it no, average, that's bad. <laughs> average black powder test here. All right. Here we go. Fuck you. It's <laughs> 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 your dice. What did you roll? 88. <laughs> Just roll it one... Just fill it one grain of black powder you're, you're at the time. You're too scared. Your hands are shaking so much. Over the course of 10 minutes, you can reload this gun. I just, <laughs> I figured you would pass eventually, but apparently no. not. No. 
JB. I don't like you as much as my dice don't like me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I yeah. just let you re-roll. I just let you reload it without rolling. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't make that one either. <laughs> All right. So about 10 minutes has passed switching out armor. Uh, people have been healed up a bit, but we're all busted up. I, is everybody down? Lucky might not. No, you didn't heal from steel life. Right. Oh, I'm you also didn't get hurt during up. that fight, did you? I did not. <laughs> I definitely thought the captain was going to come in and just wreck Lucky because one on one, even with your one on one against like a toddler, I would also <laughs> lose. What are you talking about? You held your own well against those Skaven in the Barren Hills, though. Yeah. But he did have a, a, a melee two handed of 70. Wow. And then all kinds of bonuses and whatnot. Um, but then I forgot to bring him in one round at the top of the round. So I just had him come in the next round and Lucky had moved away at that point. And Mina had like switched spots with him. And I was like, you know what? Him, if he puts Mina down, that'll just show everybody how tough this guy is because he yeah. has the defensive one. You showed us. Boy, howdy. I guess it makes <laughs> I guess it makes sense in in a um party composition kind of way because if we're not going to be engaging him until we've dealt with everyone else, he might not actually be as big of a deal, right? Because we won't be attacking him until the end of the thing when everybody else is down. So he won't get all those crackbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it almost but. makes it worse attacking him after all the squibs because then we have all this meaty, meaty advantage that he can just put in his pockets. Yep. Oh, man. I love reversal. It was so perfect that you were at max, too. <laughs> Uh, twice I've used that in this campaign, and both times it's he's devastating. Was, Matt was at max, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you were able to to take him out. Uh, it was just kind of nice for you guys to have a challenging combat where I feel like you've really been steamrolling things lately. So maybe this will humble the group a little bit. I see. It looks like Mina is continuing to explore the tower. I'm just kind of curious what was in the doorway. All right. So oh. You- Head. Clown captain. Yes. Wait. <laughs> the healing uh the healing potion you have. Give it to me. Oh yeah, I I drank that because you said that you didn't need it. So down the hatch away. Give me another one. What? what what no. You look good, right? What what that, that bleeding has stopped. Uh, Lucky I- has licked you. I licked my fingers before I put it. You can't apply the lick directly to the wound. Bro. Oh, all right. It doesn't on, work Bruno. like that. I think you know how this works. Um, I'll get I'll give Mammoth one. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Were you about to mark it off your own sheet? No. <laughs> all right. Samina heads deeper into the tower, into the room the skeletons were coming out from. Yes. And here you see rotten tapestries hang on the walls. Thick layer of dust coats every surface. Thick cobwebs hang in the corners of the room and from and from the edges of furniture. You see, the table against the wall bears moldering remains of a meal, and a trail of footprints leads from the entrance chamber to the staircase. To your would be to the left when you enter the room. What is the door? I see a door to my right. What is that door? Uh, you go check it out. Yes. Alrighty, head over there. You see two rotten leather buckets stand next to the wall whose sides are covered with a thick layer of bright green scum. Ew. And you see there is a well in this room. I'm going to check out the well. I would like to make a perception check to look in this well. Sure. Well, well, well. Well, that's a well. 
It is rather dark in here. Hmm. Nothing. There are any lanterns or, or torches lit or anything like that. And in here, you see there are uh, some windows to the outside, and it is just progressively getting darker. Or uh, not in the well room, but in the central chamber that that is getting progressively darker outside. Um, we can see the Reich way below. You see this tower is at the very edge of uh, where this um the the outer bailey as you heard it was called is built and you can see way down below would be the reich and it's it's quite dark out there even though it's morning as we saw before dark clouds are rolling in guys i don't know if this is a, a safe place to try to relax a little bit but everyone looks real beat up i don't know if we try to hang out maybe even towards the top of the um, that cave or something, and wait for wait for reinforcements. Mm. I mean, these we already we've already dispatched the captain of the guard. Y- yeah, yeah, uh, you're not wrong. Perhaps uh, is there a way to barricade like the the door that goes downstairs, and then we could you know barricade this door as well, and just kind of hang out in here for a little bit. So there seems to be furniture in the room. The plan was that if um, other guard, the, the, your like backup, the, the, all the outlaws were going to come up the tunnel after you if guards didn't show up after about two hours mm. leaving the castle. So it's probably been half an hour or so between mm. a little bit of searching and fighting. Because, of course, that whole fight in the entranceway there right. only took mi- less than a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oof. So do these... Uh, this door to the south uh, west. Mm-hmm. Do those stairs go up or yep. down? So you see spiral stairs leading up. Well, Whatever uh, lady the captain was talking about, seems likely we'll find her up there. Maybe we should figure that out first. Yeah. Uh, can I rummage around to some of these these tables or desks? Or? Mm-hmm. It says there's a, a table ahead. Uh, it was like a dine, dining table. Okay. It's not like drawers or anything. Any moldering food on it. Moldering. That's like French cooking or. <laughs> yeah, it's real gross. Oh. How gross. It's covered in mold. I'm down a couple of resolves, so oh. it's a. Uh... No. All right. Girl. All right. OK, I, who wants to? I think Bruno wants to scout the head up the stairs. I to see uh, what this is. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. I mean, he's got a point there. He's got a load of stairs with your gun. If if the stairs are there, the stairs you don't give stairs. a care. Right. Better mm-hmm. beware. All right. So you if you go up the stairs, you can uh, move your foundry, uh, you know, way down to the second floor or the first floor. They call it in, you know, British English. And you'll see at the top right. of the stairs there is a door that is shut. All right. Uh, push open this door and mosey our way inside. All right. So you see another circular room just like below. It contains three bunks with moldy mattresses. <gasps> bunks. And, uh, no. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all you've seen here. Sweet. If you hadn't already fought the skeletons, they would be in here, but you did that. Are there any like windows? All the yeah. like little triangle bits in the walls are arrow slits. Okay. So nice. We try to get like a peek of like whether there's commotion towards the guardhouse or 
uh, towards the front gates or anything like that? Do we, would he have that type of vantage point here? Uh, you can look out, yeah, uh, into the courtyard. Uh, you see the stairs also continue up further to a uh, oh. uh, second floor. Ooh, all right. Uh, if you look out the windows, that are vantage uh, arrow slits, sometimes called arrow loops, which is not a term I know them as, but I've heard them referred to that way. Uh, you see enter the courtyard, uh, you see a couple beggars wandering around. A few of the braver ones have uh, kind of made their way up to the, the bodies of all the guards that you killed just outside the captain tower. And they're like kind of poking at them. You see two of them dragging one of the bodies yeah, free to food. the south. Yum. Not sure what's going on there. Well, maybe you have an idea of what's going on there. And they're scavengers. Perform last rites. Yeah. It's important when you aren't able to finish the kill that you leave it for uh, whatever scavengers are around. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll come after you next. All right. If you head up the stairs more, you come to another shut door. Is it locked? Doesn't seem to be. Oh. Well, if you try it. I'm sure Bruno just opened sure the open and uh, oh, Bruno opens the door. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You always lead with the gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Says the uh, the door to this room creaks loudly. You see there is a large wooden chair covered in a mass of cobwebs. Uh, not much else going. We see this looks that you would assume this is the captain's quarters. There's a, a desk. There is a bed that looks like it has not been used for a long time. And on a table next to the chair, you see a dust filled silver goblet and a silver decanter of mold that you figure may probably had wine in at one point. It looks very oh, stained. On. I have to say the refreshments in this place are terrible. I'm going to give us such a bad review when I come back to Altdorf. Fair. Um, can we search the desk? Sure. Searchy, searchy. You can take a look there. Is the desk locked? <laughs> you just want to cast unlock, don't you? I mean... <laughs> Like I've done too well, and I really need something to just mess this up. Mm. Mm, fair. Uh, I'm gonna completely upend the mattress. So the desk doesn't have like drawers on it or anything like that. Again, it's more just a table. Mm. Um, there are some papers on it that they're covered in dust that are typical like um, patrol schedules and things like that. Oh. Um, but and there's any ink. Uh, there you see an ink pot there that's just dried up under the mattress is nothing of note he had just you know some bugs scurry away and there's a a layer of dust plume of dust comes up when you flip the mattress over (laughs) was there uh, in the corner there is there a a dresser or is that another like type of desk there's a dresser yeah just a couple drawers nothing of interest in there Open it up. Yeah. You see some mildewed clothes. Smells just like dry and dusty. There, there do not seem to be any captain guard ladies around here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like he kind of meant like the, the castle as a whole. But honestly, I was kind of expecting to find like a damsel or something up here. Maybe mm. like a princess. Uh, could we? He take- was unspecific in his dying words. Yeah. Take a look-see from this vantage point to get a better view of the castle and its environs. Right, so you are, uh, you know, would be three stories up. For English listeners, it's the second floor. Uh, same, ca- so you can see to, to the south, 
and southeast is the courtyard you see across the way is the building described as the keep that um sigrid told you about to the east is the the first gatehouse leading to the bridge um if you can look you can look out and see the there's a long bridge that is we got about 80 yards of bridge and then there is another there's a gatehouse and that would be the front door of the castle kind of oh then there's another like 20 yards of bridge and then the gatehouse that's on like the far essentially it's like an island of of rock there mm. uh, that is the inner bailey as sigrid described to you so you got to make your way across the bridge and through two well you have to get through three gatehouses on the way which you don't know to escape what is in them to Out get the front door to get into the castle proper we're still on the uh, we're still on the outer bailey yes yes what Oh yeah. my God. Ca- castles are large. So the what this so it's really cool. This is set up where there's like these huge plinths of rock that kind of overhang over the Reich. And you're in the first one and they're connected by this big bridge. And there's like a little tiny outcropping of one, not in the middle of the bridge, but closer to the outside one where there's a building there. And there's a little bit more bridge. And then there's the big outcropping that has the actual castle itself. And Sigrid, oh your characters don't understand this better. You've seen it as you went past it on the river a few times. Uh, the listeners, if you haven't, take a look at the cover of the Death on the Reich Companion. has a great image of this from the outside to really get a feel for what this is like. But yeah, you're waking your way through the outer portion here. Oh, wow. Before yeah. you're even within the walls of I the castle. I thought we took like, the express elevator right up to the back door but no you took the express elevator to the The front front part yeah no we're gonna have fun storming the castle oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, maybe we'll start to storm it next time who knows what you might do next they still have a lot to see here but uh the storm's coming find out in 111 be like a super crit super crit fail super crit super crit super crit now thanks so much for listening if you've enjoyed this check out all of our other great stuff over at the network for example dropping mondays we've got the lost omens podcast our pathfinder 2e actual play podcast join us as we start off with the extinction curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything 
and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual. 